everyone, this is John. I'm giving you a little bit of an update because I know we haven't recorded lately. Charlie, myself, we've both become staff members for MTAC. Charlie is the finance director, and I am now the media relations manager. Dylan's also been helping out with analog gaming, so I haven't really had time to record. However, over the next several weeks, we're going to be bringing you a number of interviews from MTAC. Um, so certainly want to check those out. We've got some awesome guests coming down the pipe. Uh, we'll get back to a normal recording schedule here sometime in the future, hopefully. And in the meantime, we've got plenty of content for you. Also, just want to thank everybody at MTAC, uh, Nico, Lauren, Jonathan, uh, Rusty, all the staff members, all the volunteers. I uh, really appreciate it. We wouldn't have been able to get any of this content without you guys. And also, at the end of this interview, Erica Mendez makes a special announcement. You want to make sure that you stick around for that. So thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Have a good one. to MTAC 15 to Life, uh, MTAC 15 to Oz, MTAC 15 to Lifeboat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we are here with the lovely Erica Mendez. Erica, thank you so much for taking the time. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, what are you working on? Actually, that's the worst question to start off with because it's all NDA stuff. Uh, there's one thing that I can talk about, though. I just got announced as Nagisa Shingetsu in the Danganronpa Another Episode game that's coming out in the fall. Oh, cool. And I'm really excited about that one because I've played the first two games. And if you own a Vita, I think you should play Danganronpa because it's like this cool, like, kooky, murder mystery, visual novel kind of game. So if you're into that kind of thing or just need a game for your Vita, then why not try it out, you know? Excellent. Well, let me ask, what was it that first led you to acting? Cartoons and video games. I was, you know, a kid growing up with the, the Saturday morning cartoons and, you know, um, anime, especially. Like, before I even knew what anime was, like, I love Speed Racer and, you know, Voltron and stuff like that that I watched with my dad. Um, and then growing up, when it started becoming more of a thing, I got more interested in it, watching stuff on Toonami and, like, whatever I could find in video stores and... And then video games uh, specifically had started having more voiceover in them. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool. So I started being as, you know, a kid in the 90s would do. I looked it up on the Internet. Once I was like, wow, this is a job. Like, people actually talk for these characters. So uh, I started kind of doing it as a hobby online by uh, recording my voice and, like, showing it to people on the Internet and stuff like that. So that's how, that's how I became interested in it, as far as like actually getting into the industry. Uh, I'm originally from Chicago, so I had just moved to L.A. about three or four years ago, and initially went to pursue, possibly pursue, my... Sorry, that's my phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's embarrassing. Who even is that? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, initially went out to pursue my uh, BA in animation, like do stuff with that, but not that I was particularly good at animation, but you know, I figured since I had the degree, may as well try it eventually. But, um, I kind of just, you know, uh, was getting recommended by friends who were already in the industry, like trying to get their foot in the industry. So I would get recommended for auditions and um, didn't book anything for, you know, the first year or two that I was in town. And just somewhere along the way, you know, I, I 
finally book something, and then it's just been kind of rolling since there, since then. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what kind of games do you like? I think games. Mm. I really like JRPGs, which is cool because I've been in a lot of JRPGs, so that was really cool being in my first one. But other than that, um, or specifically JRPGs, uh, Final Fantasy, and one of my favorite series is Lunar. Yes. Uh, Silver Star Story. Did, did you play it on Eternal PlayStation Blue. or Sega CD? PlayStation. I didn't okay. have a Sega CD. But, yeah. I was, I was hoping to find the other person that, that bought it. I was like, Lunar, yeah, maybe maybe she's the other the other person that bought Sega CD, but no, I'm uh-huh. still alone. <laughs> I played it on Sega CD. Okay. Never could find two. Two, was, two was, was, in my opinion, like, better. It, it had some interesting, like... Saving our features, and why are we talking about this? Erica Mendez. Sorry, I was using that time to turn off my phone so that it didn't <laughs> ring again. <laughs> um, other kind of games, uh, let's see, I really like Tales of Games and Persona games, those are really cool. Um, but as far as non JRPGs go, I like rhythm games and puzzle games. So I've been playing, uh, actually, this kind of goes back to the JRPG thing, but I, I just got Final Fantasy Theatre Rhythm, mm-hmm. and that game's really fun. And I play um, this mobile game, uh, Love Live School Idol Festival. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but I play that, like, nonstop. Who's your love life? Katori. She's nice. my waifu. <laughs> have, have you, speaking of mobile games, have you uh, played Record Keeper yet? Oh, I just got that, actually. I haven't played too much of it, but it seems really cool for, like, a free app. Yeah, free, free to play, but... I've, I've read about it, I haven't played it yet, I've downloaded it, but I think what they are saying was the cool thing about, you know, even for a free-to-play app, you could still, uh, you know, unlock a lot of the, the more popular characters yeah. without having to buy into it. So right off cool. the bat, you get, like, Cloud and Tidus, I think, so it's it's pretty cool, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, you, you mentioned you're into anime and, and Saturday morning cartoons. What were some of your favorite shows? Anime or just in general? Yeah, in general, Anything? either one. Um, I really liked the X Men animated series. Oh, it was like that the nineties. Really yeah, yeah. I actually just found out that the same woman who voiced Rogue also did a character that I liked in one of my favorite anime series that was on Toonami, Outlaw Star. Really? Yeah. Who was she in Outlaw Star? Aisha. I like oh, just yeah, started okay. hearing the correlation, and I was like, "That is so cool! That it's like a- the power of voice acting, you know? It's so awesome." Well, that's so amazing because there there could not be two more disparate exactly. voices. Yeah, you just blew my mind. I, I know. I, I, know I was that. totally blown away when I found out because I had you know seen I haven't seen those two series in a very long time, so I was like, "Wow, why did it take me this long to figure that out?" But some people I, are just way too good at what they do. <laughs> I'm just imagining, you know, that really loud, obnoxious cat, Asia Clan Clan voice, and then just going into, you know, Southern Drawl, yeah. you know, everybody's sugar. And... Oh, so cool. That's um, nice. I'm trying to think of what else did I watch. Uh, I watched G Gundam. I really like G Gundam. G Gundam is, yeah. is <laughs> we all just take a moment and express how wonderful G Gundam is. G Gundam is so good. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so wonderful. But then the last... I think a year or two, I, a bunch of my friends got together and actually viewed it because some of us, ha- uh, some of my friends hadn't seen it. So my one friend that's really into Gundam was like, "Oh, we need to watch this series. Like, this is the one Gundam you need to watch to see just how blatantly racist it is yes. and just the ridiculous the, transformation." The windmill scenes. Gundam. Yeah, and... uh, I just, I love it. It's so funny. It's so good. Here's the tequila Gundam. I mean, Te- <laughs> tequila Gundam and the the Canadian one, the lumberjack one. 
Uh, I still love the American one. The the one with the football helmet, yeah. the boxing, the boxing gloves, gloves, and the surf, the Chibity Crockett King of oh Frontier. God. I mean, it's, it's so good. He's great. So, which one is your favorite of all the mobile fighters in G Gundam? I haven't watched too many because I'm not like a huge, huge mecha fan. I think that's why I like no, no, G Gundam. Just in G Gundam. Oh, just in G Gundam. Probably Noble Gundam, just because it's like the Sailor Moon Gundam and it looks really cool. Nice. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we're having this. I'm like that. nerding out way more than I should. <laughs> Everybody else is like, I'm super professional voice actor, and I'm like, nerds. <laughs> well, you, well, you're breaking us down because you know we're sitting here trying to be you know, professional <laughs> interviewers. I like she so great. And whatever. So, have you ever lost your way? <laughs> Many times, I'm very bad at directions. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Exactly. I need to be reminded not to lose my way <laughs> anytime somebody calls me. Oh, um, <laughs> deep breaths. <laughs> so, who would you say has had the biggest impact on your career or your professional development, either in terms of professional development or just encouragement or something like that? Um hard to say because I feel like just anyone I've really come in contact with uh, Matt Mercer is just have you I don't know if you guys have interviewed him yet but he's like the nicest guy on the planet and you know I haven't known him for that long but he's he's so encouraging and um, just people like that I really find helpful being a newcomer in the industry so like him and uh, Kari Walgren I did a convention with a few months back and she's one of the nicest people also and she still remembers me so that kind of always you know uh really makes my heart flutter in a way i guess because you know i knew her from uh foodie cootie and um uh, fate zero and she's just she's so amazing like i love her work and she's really influential when it comes to gaming, you said you had a, a few, or it sounded like you had the one guilty pleasure on mobile gaming. But do, you, do you like uh, mobile games better because it's quick and easy, or do you like to pull out a PlayStation and, you know, full-on Final Fantasy, sit down for eight and a half hours, and you didn't realize that you went through a whole day of playing? Yeah, I, I, I do like console gaming more than anything, but I find that my attention span has gotten worse as I get older which seems kind of backwards in a way for me, but uh, I do find myself playing mobile games more just because, you know, it's like this month especially, I uh, this is my third convention in like three weeks. So I'm on, you know, my iPad or my phone a lot just playing these games on the plane or like in between panels. So I don't play console games now as much as I would like, so the, the mobile games kind of tied me over until I feel like I can sit down, I have a moment to sit down for seven hours and just binge a game. I think the last game I did that with was uh, a game that I had bought because I was in it, Fairy Fencer F. It's a, a JRPG made by Niz America. And, you know, for three days straight, I think I played that for seven hours um, at each playthrough. So <laughs> I still haven't beaten it because it was one of those things where, like, I just kind of lost time playing it. And I'm kind of one of those people that'll start a game, a new game, and then be really into it for a while or not into it, depending on what the game is, and then just stop playing it until like months later and then I'll pick it up again and totally forget where I am almost to the point where I should probably start over but I'll you know fumble through it and try to figure out where I am in it <laughs> there's an obvious 
Obvious down the way, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I, I almost made it myself, yeah, honestly. We're just, we're just gonna move on. Uh, we're gonna acknowledge it, we're gonna step on. Um, one of our media members is, is not in here, but um, she's she's covering the convention right now. She wrote an article for a publication called Nashville Scene, and uh, it discussed and it discussed um, fan service in Kill a Kill versus um, some of the um, empowerment um, elements that that seem to contradict or, you know, or oxymoronically exist within it. Um, like one of the episodes that recently aired on Toonami was the one where uh, Yuko and Mako, you know, go through, fight everybody and become crazy rich for an episode. Yeah. And, and, and you know, to me it sort of seemed like, yeah, here's two women, you know, providing for their family, which is, you know, traditionally seen as, you know, sort of a quote-unquote male uh, activity. Yeah. Um, I was just curious what your thoughts were uh, just, and of course, you know, it, it, it's, it's even fair to say, you know what, I'm just an actress, I just care for check clears, but I'm just <laughs> curious if you have any thoughts as, as far as, you know, like the, the message of the show versus, you know, like the betrayal of female characters or anything like that. Um, I, I feel like I don't think about that stuff too often because I, it's like, well, you know, it's a cartoon, they can kind of do whatever they want. Right. Um, but I do think that the, the fan service for me is exaggerated enough to where, um, I don't necessarily see all of it as fan service, mm. and I do think that there are a lot of powerful women in the series. Like, I don't think anybody, with maybe the slight exception of Mako, is really a damsel in distress at any point in time. Right. Like, even the mom, like Mako's mom, is like the kind of the provider in a way because she like feeds the family despite what she's putting in her food. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and she like tells the you know the dad and the son like what's what and, and kind of commands the family, but still being the sweet like. Uh, home, uh, stay-at-home mom. So, um, just and then was it uh, Satsuki's in power, Ragyo's in power, and you know uh, Nui's like one of the main villains in it, and it's very uh, female-centric without it being like a main f- all or all-female cast mm-hmm. rather. And like you still have the the captains, some of the the club leaders are are females, and there's just I don't know, it's, it's a really nice balance, I think, if anything. Um, but I can't see why people would kind of sway one way or another sure. on their di- opinions on it. But, uh, you know, a lot of people have different views on the show. Some people pay more attention to the fan service. Some people are like, oh, it's about fascism. And I'm like, I, it's a cartoon for me, <laughs> mostly. Most importantly, it's something that I can sit down and enjoy. Fair enough. <laughs> that, was, that was expertly done. Um, somebody else have a question? I feel like I'm, I'm taking uh, all the... <laughs> uh, you voiced... Rainbow Dash is my second <laughs> favorite death battle. This always the comes up at Star least once, Green, yeah. <laughs> Starscream versus Rainbow Dash. How did that come about? Uh, I had actually, this kind of goes back to me doing stuff online when I had first started out. I actually started doing a lot of the online stuff when I was 13. I'm 27 now, so that's like half my life that I've been doing these online you know, projects. And I kind of uh, sort of... Uh, almost made a name for myself, at least in that community where I, I voiced a lot of young boys because that's what I had been practicing based off listening to people in anime like Laura Bailey as like Young Trunks and and uh, Mona Marshall as, or not Mona, uh, well Mona Marshall played a lot of young boys, but I was thinking of uh, Nauta from Flutie Cootie. I think that's Barbara Goodson or something. That is Barbara Goodson. Yeah. I always kind of get them confused sometimes because they're fairly similar, but still different. Um, so I had been working on a lot of that 
Uh, and this kind of correlates to Rainbow Dash because I had done a few fan projects because at the time, uh, not many females on the internet really caught grasp of like how to make their voices sound more boyish. So since I, I don't have a natural rasp to my voice, but because I had been practicing doing that, it was easier for me to do and sort of not like perfectly mimic the original voice actress, Ashley Ball, but close enough to where people were like, oh, hey, you can do this. So I had done, um, what was it called? Uh, Epic Cupcake Time uh, was a, a fan animation that somebody had done. And I think they had found me through that. So just based off the very few projects that I had done, because at the time I was, I guess, one of the closest to be able to voice match that character. Um, since then, I've stopped doing it just because it's like, it's not my character. So I feel like it's not something I wanted to pursue since I'm doing like, you know, my own interpretations of characters that didn't have English voices initially. So, but it was, I mean, it was fun doing that. I didn't get paid for it. It was kind of just a passion thing. I don't know if anybody's going to pay for that because it's just kind of a silly little, little thing that, you know, people did. The videos are fun. I actually watched yeah, I, it. I just like, somebody showed it to me. I was like, Okay, how did this match up even? <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. They just told me, hey, do you want to be in this thing? It's a Rainbow Dash for Starscream. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I'm kind of curious what that experience was like, sort of going from, you know, doing it uh, you know, almost as a hobby practice, you know, online and that sort of thing, and eventually becoming a professional and, and, and starting in the roles that you do now. Just sort of what that process was like, um, you know, did you ever become discouraged at any point and, and, you know, sort of how you just pressed on and kept developing, kept bettering yourself? Yeah, I, one of the main reasons that kind of attracted me to voiceover was that I didn't have to get on stage and, like, talk to a bunch of people all at once with them, you know, staring at me. I could just do it at the time from my computer and uh, in the comfort of my own home. So, uh, at a certain point, it became a little bit more of apparent that I wanted to do it as more than just a hobby, but because I was, you know, a teenage girl still going to middle school or high school, even at that point um, in Chicago, I was very dependent on my family being very shy as a kid. I couldn't even get up and do a presentation at school without shaking and wanting to run to the bathroom and cry at that point. That's how bad I was as far as stage fright goes. So, um, and I, I didn't drive. I hate, I hate driving still to this day. Uh, so when I told my parents that I wanted to eventually move out to LA and do voiceover, uh, at the time specifically anime, now I, you know, I'd love to do more than just that. But, um, when I told them that my mom, you know, I love my parents, but my mom was kind of giving me a reality check and telling me that, you know, you're, you're totally dependent on us and you don't like driving and you need to drive when you live in LA. Like what makes you think you're going to be able to do this? You know? Um, so that kind of got to me at a point and I'm just like, you know what? Maybe she's right. Okay. So I'm not, I'm going to kind of give this up for a little bit. And then uh, what kind of almost solidified that for a moment for me was I traveled to Los Angeles to, to kind of, you know, see what Los Angeles was like to go to Anime Expo in 2009. And they were holding their, um, 
uh, was that uh, AX Idol? Yeah. yeah, when they did it on the big stage, and like I knew I was going to be terrified if I ever, you know, progressed further than the initial auditions. But the initial auditions themselves are terrifying because the way they used to do it is they had just this big room of people getting ready to audition, and you're up there performing. Your back is turned to them, and you're facing the judges, but you still know that there's like a full room of people trying to also get their big break. And, you know, I ended up doing it. I kind of froze at the the very beginning of my uh, memorized monologue that I had to do. Who knows why you had to memorize it. But uh, I ended up not getting in. So that kind of discouraged me a little bit more. And not, like, so much discouraged me, but it was like, oh, okay, maybe this isn't for me. So then I kind of just went back to my life and um, back in Chicago and uh, just kept doing it online, but I was kind of getting a little bit more uh, distracted by school, so I, I didn't do it nearly as much. So I think I had mentioned this earlier, when I finally moved to L.A., I, uh, I moved for the animation reasons, and also because uh, my boyfriend, he does full-time voice service, so I was just following him, like getting ready to encourage him and his uh, pursuing of the, the career. And, yeah, I just kind of eventually fell into it. And, you know, I'm still to this day in disbelief that, you know, I'm, I've been doing as much as I've been doing. I thought maybe, like, I'd get a few things when it started happening and then I'd be done. But, you know, I'm still <laughs> to this day working, and it's, it's been two, three years since then, so it's been I'd, great. I have to say that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty sensational. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, feel, I feel like I uh, haven't done enough of my life. Just like, <laughs> That's tremendous. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you... Maybe not as impressive as I mean. Well, I, I'm glad that you continue to press on, though, even that, even yeah. that initial, you know, maybe this isn't for me, and, and I'm glad it worked out for you, because yeah. it certainly, as, as anime fans, it's worked out for us, so we appreciate that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, that was actually one of my first really big in-studio gigs. I didn't get the audition initially. Because the way it worked is I got pretty much uh, recommended based off two classes I had taken with Tony, Tony Oliver, if you know that name in anime. He directs a lot, and he's you know he was Lupin in Lupin the Third, and um, he's in Robotech and Fate Stay Night and like all this stuff. And so he recommended me to the studio after taking two classes with him. And at first, I got to audition for one thing, and... It was for these lower voice characters, and I know my voice is kind of like a little bit lower, but I don't do the the mature, sexy woman voice. I'm more of like you know the tomboyish, like little rough kid voice. Uh, but they didn't know that at the time because I hadn't submitted a demo. I was just I got in through recommendation, so I totally bombed the audition and was like, oh man, they're never gonna call me. They ended up calling me in for a Walla session, which is you know doing the background voices with a bunch of people in a studio. And then, you know, I didn't hear anything again for a little while. And my boyfriend ended up getting the audition for Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, which is a video game they decided to do in L.A. based off the TV show that was done in Canada. So they wanted voice matches, like, as close as you could possibly get them. And he was like, oh, well, you know, the studio knows you. And I know you can do these voice matches because Pac-Man is played by a woman in the original and it's a young boy character and that's you know what I had been practicing as I, I think I mentioned before so I'm you know fairly confident in my young boy voices so he asked and they let me audition and you know a week later I found out I booked it and that was my first big role in Los Angeles 
Surprised that Pac-Man has loud lines besides, you know, just waka waka waka. I know. It's it's more of like Pac-Boy, because I know a lot of people are like, why does Pac-Man talk? And it's, there, was, I, there used to be a cartoon in the 80s. Yeah, there did. It was, it was so, it was, it's it's so bad. It was bad, but the Pac-Man voice was just like, I like watched one episode of the, the, show. Of the show, and it was like... It's this is not the same. It's yeah, not, it's nightmare fuel. No way. He's a bad show. It's nightmare fuel. Like what? He had like a really bad thick Boston accent or something. <laughs> yeah, I remember Pac-Man from uh, not only the arcade game but the uh, like point-and-click adventure yeah, yeah. Sega game. The Pac-Land or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one was fun. I was so bad at it, but <laughs> I, I think I was the only person that freaked out when I uh, got Smash Brothers for Wii U, and they have a Pac-Land back. Uh, yeah. Stage, and I was like, wait, they made a stage off of that stupid point adventure game? <laughs> I like that game. <laughs> Don't call it stupid. <laughs> well, it, it can be both. It can be yeah, no, I know, I totally, yeah, yeah. It was pretty stupid. <laughs> so, so then on the iPad, is that something you kind of gravitated back towards? It's kind of the point and click style games? Actually, not really. Um,. Yeah, I, I haven't actually played too many point and clicks. I've tried some of the like Facebook point and click games, but I'm like, eh, I was so. thinking like the Telltale, like the, the game. Oh, around, like those. They're yeah, kind of a point and click. Yeah, yeah, a little bit true. more movement. Yeah, more movement. advanced. I yeah, I actually started the the Walking Dead game. I haven't beaten it yet. I I forget where I am exactly in it, but those games are really cool. Like Telltale does some amazing stuff. I have uh, also have the Wolf Among Us. I haven't started that and. You know, I'd love to, to get the Game of Thrones ones eventually, once I finish the other ones that I bought. Is that a series you'd like to get in on voice acting, since they go, it seems almost everywhere now to have talents for that? Yeah, that would that would be awesome. I think that's a little bit beyond my capabilities at this moment, because I, I think they, I want to say they use union actors, and I'm not a union actor. I'd like to eventually get there, but, you know, it would be cool to be in one of those games, because they're just so well made, and everybody in it sounds amazing. Well, we talked a little bit about gaming and anime, but do you have any other hobbies or interests? Um, uh, not, not really. I like to eat and sleep. <laughs> I don't like to cook. My boyfriend cooks for me. I'm very bad at cooking. Is he a foodie? Does he make like real fancy? No, we eat a lot of pasta. <laughs> just, just pasta. Um, I had something on my my mind and I totally forgot it. That I do. Uh, I mean, I do like going to conventions. I feel like that's kind of a hobby at this point with how many I've been going to. It, it might be a hobby for us. You're kind of on the side of that. But. Well, I mean, I like to do other things that aren't just me going to panels. Like, I, oh, that's the thing. I collect figures of characters I voice. So I've got, like, almost every Ryuko figure that is currently available. I just got the, the limited Wonderfest... Uh, edition of the real action hero. It's an expensive figure that I don't want to say how much I paid for it, but it's probably one of the coolest things I own. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so getting back to video games, um, <laughs> Love Live. I I've been having a real issue playing that because I usually play most of my phone games silently on my phone, uh, but it's a music game where you kind of have to listen. How, how do you do you just play that at home when no one's around, or how do you play in headphones? Or if I'm on a plane or something, or like at the studio, and I need to get my points down uh, to like you know progress to get the cards because you collect the cards in the game, um, I I will use headphones. But there are times when I will play it on silent, but obviously not 
in a hard mode to where it's like I need right. to hear the rhythm to play. It's like maybe I'll play it on medium or something like that where it's like, oh, I'll miss a few, but whatever. I'm just trying to, you know, grind, basically. Um, you mentioned Persona earlier. Yeah. Uh, who is best girl? From which game? I've played three and four. Yeah, that's So fine. I'm like a newbie Persona that's person. Fine. So from either of yeah, those games? I mean, they, they, they mingle together now, fighting games and Persona Q and whatever, so... Akihiko is best girl. No, but seriously, uh, Chie. Chie is best girl. That's, that's a good answer. That's a really good answer. I'm going to accept Akihiko. That's, that's, that's a good Well, Kanji is, is a really good Kanji is pretty. Kanji is one of best girls, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Said Yusuke would have had issues, but you didn't. So. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a dork. So if we get more personas on the phone, is that going to be a difficult time for you? Just have personas everywhere? Yeah. I still don't even have Q, though. I usually get Q. He's interesting. It's Is fun. It? It's, it's a little different, but... I do want to get Golden, too, on the Vita. I haven't gotten that yet. I know it's, like, basically the same game as 4, but... Mm, so much better. Is it? So much better. In some ways. some ways, it's so much better. I need to get it. I have so many games. I have, like, a backlog of, you know, a lot of the games that I've been in, because I'm, you know, obviously, based off my figure collection that Clearly I mentioned, an egomaniac. I'm an egomaniac, yeah. totally. Uh, <laughs> so I have a lot of those games. What? Does it take up a place in your house yet where you're like, this is just me yeah, and what I've been? Pretty much. <laughs> I had to, because I collect uh, figures of my boyfriend's characters too, because he does some anime work. And I had to move his little section that I had put onto a different shelf because my collection just got way too big. And obviously I take priority because... You should you should talk to <laughs> Tiffany Graham about some, some home decor tips. She has the... Uh, <laughs> Same thing with, with Oscar Belso with like a Hello Kitty problem as well. Yeah. Yeah. Once I move, I think, because uh, I have roommates now, so we don't have like a huge space in the apartment, but if we ever move, I would love to get a bigger space to put everything in, like a glass cabinet, because right now everything's open and I have to dust it all the time and it's annoying. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you have much trouble watching and playing the things you've done voices in, but are you ever going along and watching going, oh, why did I do it that way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the time. I... You know, Kill a Kill especially, like, I feel like that's probably one of my best things, but I feel like maybe if I had done it maybe one or two more times, like, I could have gotten it, you know, maybe almost perfect to where I wouldn't have been like, oh, man, that could have been way better. <laughs> but I feel like that's just all actors, you know, because we're, or just people in general, we're our, our own worst critics, no matter what we do. Anybody else? All hearts and minds clear. I mean, all my questions would be phone related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I just want to know if she's yeah. playing Final Social Fantasy media? record to dream project <laughs> that you came one would love to land. Yeah. yeah. Um, another game I like to play is League of Legends. Actually, somebody on Reddit mentioned they play with you a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I'd love to be in League of Legends. I've auditioned. That was actually my first audition that I had mentioned earlier. Uh, I auditioned for Forecast Jana and Black Cross and Nivea. And I wasn't good for any of those characters, but I've gotten, you know, some some boy characters that I auditioned for in the game, and I would have loved to, like, just, not even just those, but, like, anything in the game, any new character would have been really cool. Or, like, a Persona game. Persona 5 looks amazing. Yes, it does. And I would love to be in Persona 5, or, like, a Tales of game, I think, is on my top about list. about that uh, Fire Emblem Shin Megami Tensei? That would be cool. I still need to play... Fire Emblem. I have it, but it's one of those backlog it's so, games. It's so good. I hear it's amazing, and I need to get to it. But I did see the trailer 
for uh, the new one. The, and, on the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. I Oh, man, there's just... I feel like there's so many things that... Anything, really, I'd, I'd love to just keep working forever. <laughs> but those would probably be my topics if I had to pick dream projects. So with League of Legends, uh, at some point they're going to pivot what they're building into, similar to like Blizzard, and make stuff out of it. To me, that works as a cartoon at some point, is what I think they're going to oh, Okay. Well, they do or have... a comic. I, I haven't seen what all they're doing yet. They have those, like, I don't know, they're like five-minute animations mm-hmm. that they do every season, I think, and those are really cool. So if they did make, like, Wait, a series... If there was a new character to voice, yeah. I mean, most of the characters now obviously have voices, but just even, not even voicing it, I'd love to watch something like that. Their animation is beautiful, I think. I think the question, too, would you voice a character is always if the check clears. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's, I'm sure there's degrees of, you know, like, you know, things you'd love to do and things yeah. you do for free or things you'd pay to do, but, you know, the answer is always yes if the check clears. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I have another job that I do, so I don't financially rely on voiceover voiceover is like my figure money or my video game money pretty much or like my i'm gonna eat out like every day this week money (laughs) but yeah i actually i moderate a kids game forum as my full-time job that's it's a thing yeah it's a thing it's not a fun thing but it's a thing especially when the forum you moderate is basically mini fortune for kids games it's it's not purposely a mini fortune, but just the way that the community acts. Like it's it's have, supposed have you dealt to be. With kids on the internet? You, they're awful. All the time. They're so <laughs> bad. So so you are moot. More importantly, <laughs> I guess maybe after you get your your sweet sweet voice actor fun money, when you go to treat yourself to some delicious dessert or sweet, what would that be? Milk tea. I really That's like a good choice. milk tea. <laughs> we just had a place open up uh, not too long ago, and it's like 20 minutes walking distance. So just to kind of justify the purchase, or not the purchase, the calories even, we walk over and we'll, you know, go maybe like once a week or so. And there's so many choices. I love milk tea. It's so good. What's been your favorite lately? Um, I've been getting either almond or duet, which is the coffee milk tea, so... Those are really good. Anybody else? Uh, website, Facebook, Twitter. Yes, please, please. Uh, you raging e- egomaniac, please uh, <laughs> tell us where we can shower you with brains. Yes, I am pretty much almost on everything. I have a Facebook page. Um, I think it's like Erica Mendez voice is the tag thing. I don't know. I forget. It's either that or VO. I always forget that one. But everything else, I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Tumblr I don't use too much because Tumblr's a weird place on the internet that I don't like to visit too often. But Instagram and Twitter I'm pretty pretty frequent on. And my username is Sunderica. That is um, the best name. Right? <laughs> I, I've just been saying you're so. waiting for you to bring that up so I can just compliment you on that. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, when I changed, I forgot, what, I had another name that I used, and I can't remember what it was, but one day, just soon Derica popped into my head, and then I just changed my Twitter handle, and everybody was like, that's really good, and I was Perfect. like... Of course, you could change it to the one that you were talking about yesterday in your panel. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody uh, kept bringing up the fact that I was uh, 
Because whenever I mention little boys or young boys that are voiced young boys, I have to be careful the way I say that. Phrasing. Yeah, because sometimes it'll be like, oh, yeah, I do young boys. And it's like, uh, <laughs> can spend, you really that? that on your Twitter yeah. profile. I do young boys. Pretty much. <laughs> so I have to be careful with how I say that. But I, I didn't slip at all saying it that way at this convention. But still, people were laughing when I was like, yeah, I voice young boys. And it was just... I don't know, it's the way I was saying it or something. People just thought it was funny. So me and Micah had made a joke at our first panel yesterday that, um, because this one guy just kept bringing it up and just being like, yeah, little boys. And then Twitter, or Twitter, Micah is now Twitter. Micah's name is now Twitter, I guess. Um, He's like, yeah, you should just change your Twitter to little boys. And I was like, yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's probably already taken, though, knowing the internet. (laughs) At little boys. That sounds way <laughs> Follow Erica at Erica Mendez at Little Boys. <laughs> Vo. <laughs> Maybe that's not taken. All right. Well, Erica, thank you so much. It's been a tremendous pleasure. Yeah, thank you. It. it was fun. Erica, you had an announcement you wanted to make. Yeah, finally. I get to announce that I am in uh, Yuki Yuna as a hero as Fu Inobuzaki. She's like the big sister character, and it's really fun playing that character. Excellent. Well, congratulations on that. And uh, Any other announcements? You want, you want to check Twitter to see if we've announced anything? I, whenever I can announce things, I will announce it on Twitter or Facebook because I post just way too much. So. All right. When, you, when I can tell you... I will tell you, just to be sure. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you.